Do we really become what we think about? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, hi, this is Dan, and yes, you're listening to the 48 Days Radio Show, where each week we take 48 minutes to dive into real-life questions about finding your passion, deciding what kind of life you want to live, and then finding or creating work that allows you to show up every day, excited to be able to do something that is meaningful, fulfilling, and profitable. Well, usually it's 48 minutes. We're going to take a little detour today, this being right here in the holidays. Don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm recording it just a few days before Christmas. So we're going to do a little bit different theme podcast today rather than the usual questions. Now keep the questions coming in. I love hearing those. Just shoot your question to askdan at 48days.com. We'll put them in the queue there and I'll get back to those right after the first of the year. But today, today, as I promised, we're going to be talking about the strangest secret. Now, this is one of those, you know, I, I really don't like the use of the word secret, but it's been used a whole lot out there. Everything's a secret. Well, it's pretty commonly known, but we're going to talk about what was that strangest secret that impacted me so profoundly when I was a 12, 13-year-old farm kid growing up in Ohio, dreaming of a life different than what I was observing. So we're going to be looking at just that. I'm going to play a one-minute clip from Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret, one-minute clip from that little audio that had such a profound impact on me and why it's still relevant today. And then we're going to kind of unpack it. Now, I do want to talk to you about a couple of our sponsors today. One being Harry's. You've heard me talk about them and you know, you know, right here at Christmas time, Hey, it can be tough to find the right gift for a guy. It can feel impossible. I mean, what do you get somebody that's a thoughtful gift for somebody who really has everything already? Well, what about something from Harry's? You know, what about a gift that really makes sense? It feels special, looks beautiful when it comes, but it's also practical. It's got that beautiful box that you can open up. You can even make it personal by getting it engraved. Now, if you haven't heard about them before, I mean, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy. It's part of why I love the company so much. They were fed up with being overcharged for razors, so they started their own company to give people what they deserve, a great shave at a fair price. And this holiday, all through the holiday seasons here, they've got ready-to-gift shave kits at all different price points, starting at just $15. Certainly, that would be in line with something to impress people that only costs 15 bucks. So they all come with a razor handle of your choice, shaving cream, replacement blades, and a travel cover. The Winston set, which is one I recommend, includes an engravable chrome handle, you want to add that personal touch now as you have come to expect as a special offer for fans of 48 days we've partnered with harry's to give you five dollars off your order and just go to harrys.com right now to get that holiday shave set don't forget to enter the code 48 days at the checkout for five dollars off again that's harrys.com and then use 48 days as the code to get your five dollars off now, what do you think? Do we really become what we think about? I mean, we hear that in a lot of ways. And I'm going to give you some of the other ways that you've probably heard reference to the concept at least. 
but do we become what we think about? I mean, can I think my way into being rich? Can I think my way into being a well-known author? Can I think my way into being a great wife or husband? Can I think my way into having a Mercedes in the driveway? Now, you know, you know, with the, uh, the way I've set those questions up where I'm going to go with this, it involves more than thinking. This is not just some simple mind game. This is not just some simple positive mental attitude kind of thing, but it does tie in with, I've got a quotation from again, Earl Nightingale, since we're focusing on his audio recording, the strangest secret today, the mind moves in the direction of our currently dominant thoughts. And that's from Earl Nightingale. The mind moves in the direction of our currently dominant thoughts. Now, what I'm going to do, I want to talk to you about one more sponsor just quickly here, and then I'm going to play the strangest secret clip. Now you've heard me. I want to talk about my friends at PAX financial. You've heard me say that the average worker is going to have 14 to 16 different jobs over his or her lifetime. Now, if you're one of those people, you might have a bunch of little 401k plans sitting around at your old employers. I mean, if you do call my friends at PAX financial, these are people that I know, Daryl, CEO of the company is in my personal mastermind. So this is not some, you know, wall street yuppity kind of group of people who are going to slam dunk you into some kind of investments because it benefits them. It's just not like that. I mean, I work with them. You'll find that they do really do have a heart of a teacher and they can help you figure out what to do to get your old 401k plans into something that grows profitably for you. You can call them at two one zero eight eight one five seven zero zero. Or go to their website, PAX, P-A-X, financialgroup.com, and then slash 48 days, because there you're going to get a special ebook that Daryl has written, and it's titled 10 Effective Strategies for Building a Money Legacy Within Your Grandchildren. Now, I'm pretty confident you're going to love that. Again, just go to paxfinancialgroup.com slash 48 days. All right. Now, with no further ado, I'm going to play a one-minute clip. Now, this comes out of a 31-minute audio, and I'm going to give you the link to the audio in its entirety in the show notes for today. But I want to play, rather than just playing the whole thing, I'm going to play a one-minute clip, The Strangest Secret. It's that very critical point where he describes what that strangest secret is. Now, let's get back to the strangest secret in the world, the story that I wanted to tell you today. Why do men with goals succeed in life and men without them fail? Well, let me tell you something which, if you really understand it, will alter your life immediately. If you understand completely what I'm going to tell you from this moment on, your life will never be the same again. You'll suddenly find that good luck just seems to be attracted to you. The things you want just seem to fall in line, and from now on you won't have the problems, the worries, the gnawing lump of anxiety that perhaps you've experienced before. Doubt, fear... Well, there'll be things of the past. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now, let me say that again. We become what we think about. Throughout all history, the great wise men and teachers, philosophers and prophets have disagreed with one another on many different things. It's only on this one point that they are in complete and unanimous agreement. Now, I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to play it again in a little bit, and then we're going to just wrap it up for today. We're going to be short today. But I want you to just have that one concept in mind. We become what we think about. Now, that was the 
audio recording that had a profound impact on me. It was on a little 33 and a third recording. Now, most of you aren't old enough to remember those probably. I mean, the big vinyls were 33 and a third, but this recording was on a little one, which was the same size as what was later a 45, but it was a little recording, vinyl recording, little hole in the center, not the big hole. Anyway, that's what I listened to again and again and again. Now I listened to this over and over and over again because it really helped to shape my thinking. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same. I'll put a link to the complete audio. It's 31 minutes long. And uh, rather than a podcast, I'd love for you to jump over there and just listen to that. Listen to that. And I think it'll impact you as it did me. Now, I want to give you a little bit of background about Earl Nightingale, who he was as a person, but then we're just going to talk about the concept a little bit. But Earl Nightingale had a 17-year quest, he says, for the secret of success. Like many people trying to figure out, why were some people successful and others were not? Why are some people well-off financially and others poor? Now, when he was 12 years old, Earl's father, Earl IV, abandoned his wife and left the family. So Earl Nightingale grew up living in a government-issued tent in Long Beach, California with his mother and two brothers. Now, this was during the Great Depression, and like a lot of other families, the Nightingales would have been totally homeless if it would not have been for the help of the government's Works Progress Administration, the old WPA, which created a lot of jobs, redistributed food, clothing, housing, was kind of the first welfare program. But they had a tent they were issued by the government that they lived in. And he saw that disparity between the lives of the haves and the have-nots. And it troubled him. You know, as a little boy, he started thinking, you know, why is it that some people just stay poor? And yet right there in Southern California, he also saw a lot of people who were very, very rich. He thought, what is the difference? Now, his mom, whose name was Gladys, nickname was Honey, Gladys Honey Nightingale. She loved books. She was actively encouraging the same trait in her son's. So when she wasn't working in a sewing factory, she was reading to them and she told them knowledge is everything. Everything you want to know has been written down by somebody. So Earl Nightingale as a little boy, as I did, he would go to the public library to find books that he was sure would explain the secret of success. So he read and he read and he read and he studied and he saw things in books on religion, philosophy, history, psychology. You know, he learned a lot of things about the importance of honesty, personal integrity, courage, believing what is right. He really just stand up for that, but he still thought there ought to be some kind of secret, some kind of principle that really explains this dichotomy between people who end up doing very, very well and others who don't. Well, he took to broadcasting. He, he started, he found that being on a mic was something that he really enjoyed. And when you hear his voice, as you just did, I mean, that old gravelly voice had a, a big impact on me and it really makes you kind of sit up front and listen. So he got involved in radio broadcasting, became pretty successful at doing that. But he was, when he was 29 years old, he read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. That's where this phrase comes. That's where these six words come from directly. We become what we think about. Now that again was a book that had a profound impact on me and has that principle. We become what we think about. And all of a sudden that seemed to click for Earl Nightingale. Wow. That's the secret. We become what we think about. We're shaped by our thoughts. 
Now, this is a theme that is recurring again and again and again. I mean, my dad is a pastor, so I certainly heard the Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 4, 23 says, be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. And we've seen that again and again and again. We've seen it show up. Well, in other, in other religions and other philosophies, I mean, there's a Buddhist saying we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think when the mind is pure joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. I mean, a few years ago, uh, we heard a whole lot about the law of attraction and the secret. Remember when that was so popular, the secret, it was the same principle, but what it kind of implied is simply if you want that gold Mercedes in your driveway, just go sit in your easy chair and eat Pringles and think about it. And it's going to magically show up. Well, I, I don't believe that is the process, but I think it starts with our thinking. It starts with dreaming, imagining, envisioning what we want. I think it does start with that, but then that thinking has to be translated into knowledge, understanding and application. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, we become what we think about all day long. Again, this is not to just teach our kids. Well, if you want to be a, a, a great basketball player, you know, just, just think about it, you know, just close your eyes and just think about it again. I think you can start there, but it certainly has to go beyond that. It has to go way beyond that. We do become what we think about. If our thinking then leads to having a plan and taking action on that. All right. So we're going to wrap up. Just want to plant the thought, encourage you again to go to the complete audio, which is 31 minutes, which I'll put a link to. And I'll also put a link to the entire transcript. If you're somebody who prefers reading, I'll put a link to the entire transcript so you can look at that as well. So here once again is the one minute of Earl Nightingale with the strangest secret. Now let's get back to the strangest secret in the world, the story that I wanted to tell you today. Why do men with goals succeed in life and men without them fail? Well, let me tell you something which, if you really understand it, will alter your life immediately. If you understand completely what I'm going to tell you from this moment on, your life will never be the same again. You'll suddenly find that good luck just seems to be attracted to you. The things you want just seem to fall in line, and from now on you won't have the problems, the worries, the gnawing lump of anxiety that perhaps you've experienced before. Doubt, fear, well, there'll be things of the past. Here's the key to success, and... The key to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Throughout all history, the great wise men and teachers, philosophers and prophets have disagreed with one another on many different things. It's only on this one point that they are in complete and unanimous agreement. Okay. Next week, I'm going to be talking about Another core principle. It's going to be, again, a holiday week. We're going to be in between Christmas and New Year's. We're going to talk about acres of diamonds. How often the opportunity we're looking for is right under our nose. So be thinking about that. I'll link you to, um, I'm going to give you a free copy of Acres of Diamonds, where I've done some additions and done a little upgrade to that. But I'll be uh, giving that to you next week. Acres of Diamonds, again, a core principle as we're here in between the holidays. So for today, we become what we think about. Apply that in a way that's meaningful to you. Have that be the seed of what you develop in this coming year.
Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hey, and we're just going to wrap it up, take it out with another Christmas song Let here. Your Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas and the anticipation of a spectacular new year. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away.